Bra Sipo Hotsticks Mabuse, a gentle living legend. He has over 50 years of musical accomplishment and history behind him. Bob Sipo was born in Jersey in 1951 and began playing the drums from the age of eight. He was so good at that he was given the nickname Hotsticks. He's passionate about having the youth look, learn and respect the veterans of what makes the country great. Mabuse has mastered many instruments, the drums, flute, piano, saxophone, kalimba, alto flute, timbales, and African drums. However, as a young man, he thought he was destined to become a doctor or a lawyer, not a world-famous musician. He began his career as a professional musician at the age of 15 when and formed his first band, The Beaters, during his high school years. The Beaters evolved to become Harari, one of the most successful acts that dominated the music scene of the 70s in South Africa. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our famous Friday's guest, Bra Sipo Hotsticks <laughs> Mabuse. Wow. Uh, Bra Sipo. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you for joining us. Wow. It's an honor, it's a privilege. Given, just... given the fact that the, one of the first ever concerts I attended with my uncle when I was 10 was your concert wow. at the Budiba Country Club yes. in Bots. Yes, in Botswana. Yes, sir. I wish I had known you then. <laughs> well, eventually we kind of got to know each other. And I was eight. What was I going to say to you? Yeah. I love your music, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Rasipo, yeah. tell us about the early years. Tell us about the parents that raised you. Do you? you know, it's very interesting that you're actually uh, asking that question. Um, yesterday I was, um, I'm actually writing a book. Yes, sir. I'm writing my memoirs. And about about I, time too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thankfully I'm, you know, I'm still capable of doing a few things around. I, I was reading for my daughter, Palisa. Yes. You know, uh, an extract from that period, that mm. era. She was so fascinated. And she, one of the things she said to me, you're such a great storyteller. Yes, sir. You know, but I, I was talking about my parents. Mm. I was talking about. Tell us about your parents. You know, um, it's quite an. You, you know, one has to obviously remember as a little child. Yes. You know, it's it's not. Uh, one always uh, talks about things on, me you know, from memory. Mm. Um, I was born in Shanty Town. Yes. You know. Body blooding, you know, which was a an infor an informal settlement. Yes, sir. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, how where my parents met is still, uh, you know, it's still a puzzle for me because uh, my father was a, a Motswana. Yes, you know, he came. I think uh, from from my aunt, they told me that they were bo he was born in Marapiane, okay. somewhere in northwest, and my mother was born in the Free State. Mm. So how they got together. Is, is still something that I was not able to establish while they were still alive. Yes. But, you know, we had quite a, a very, very uh, complex lifestyles within, you know, that area where we lived, the mm. Platin, because there was also, you know, a, an exciting space out there because we, one was introduced to, it was more like an intra-tribal community yes you know um where you heard all the cultural you know activities happening mm. the great music that came from the northern province the great music that came from up so what what, was, what music was playing at that time let's say when you were 10 well what what memories of music do you have from when you were 10 you know there was all kinds of music yeah 
but also there was a, a penny whistle music was very very popular. Oh, there yes. was Lemmy Special, there was Spouse Machiani, there was uh, Brasillo. All that music was happening, and there was Miriam Makeba. Oh there yes, was the, the you know the Dark City Sisters. The that's all the music that I, I heard. Yes. the Dark City Sisters, the Manhattan Brothers. In your wildest dreams, I'm certain the fact that you'd one day even meet Mama Miriam yes. was probably a wild dream. Uh, it was definitely a wild dream. Never imagined in my life that I, I could see myself working with Miriam because yes. who was I, you know? And uh, Miriam, before she even left South Africa, she was already a very, very big star. Yes. You know, in incidentally, you know, this morning I woke up singing her song. A goodbye mother mm. as she was leaving the country yes you know it was so such an emotional song anybody who would remember that song mm. it was a very special song yes. whoever composed that song it was almost like the they knew miriam may not be coming back for for a sh for a long time yes and oh lo and behold i mean i started traveling internationally and there i was in the same studio working with Miriam Makeba, producing her album. How old were you at that time? Uh, when I produced Miriam's album, I must have been in my 30s. Yes, sir. Yes. But let's hold that. Let's talk about, we'll come back and we'll talk about high school. We'll talk about the beaters. We'll talk about dropping out of high school. We'll talk about traveling to the U.S. as a boy, pretty much. Yeah, yes. We're hanging out with Bra Sipo Hot Sticks Mabuse, famous Fresh Fridays on Metro FM. Where does this song take you back yeah. to? Guys, you should, you should be in here to watch what's going on in this studio. I'm just looking at Fresh. He's just, he's having every moment of this music and <laughs> i have a handful of musical mothers and fathers that i feel raised me and you're right. one of those people oh, whose music you. took me through my childhood right right and, I, can and, see, and, and, I can see the way you're reacting to this music i mean it's 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 almost it's unpretentious yes sir. you're just letting go you know <laughs> your feelings are just floating everywhere with the music wow this is quite inspiring you know and take us uh, back to this specific song this song charted in, charted the, US. in the u.s yes wbls and wow you know, you know what is very interesting is that you never imagine. Yes. As a South African, you'd be in that world of Michael Jackson, the Rolling Stones, the you know all those great musicians in there, and suddenly there you are chatting alongside those musicians. Um, well, look, I must say that everything that we created at that time yes. was probably inspired by our love for what we were doing. And um, we were highly competitive. Mm. And Party was one of those songs that we wrote. And we didn't even think that it would probably get to the U.S. Yes. But because of the record company that we had and with uh, the record company executive like Peter Gallo, may, may his soul rest in peace, mm. you know, who felt that South African music needs to be exposed internationally. Yes. And, and he had a deal with A&M Records. We met Herb Alpert, and this is where we signed the, the record. But Harari, I believe, was more than just a band. You guys were fashion icons. You're badass. Before you even touched an instrument, 
you could see that Tsekid is staring. Yeah, I was watching you tell Mpo that whole story and I was looking and I was just getting fascinated by the experience and I thought, well. Did, did you have stylists back then or was it a simple case of we're going to, whether we're wearing leathers or I'm wearing an earring, which is a feather, whatever it was, the look. Who came up with all those looks? Well, you know, I... Yes. I'd love to believe that I love clothes. Yes. You know, I... Um, and uh, the issue around image was very important. It was mm. very critical because yes. uh, we looked to bands like the Beatles and so and we saw how the the members of the opposite sex would react and respond. Oh, yes. And for us, it became very important that we looked the part. There must and be indeed, screaming before we even play be a screaming note. screaming before we <laughs> even played a note. And that was Harari did. Every time we, we, we appeared, they were all... I mean, I mean... It started actually started with the beaters. Yes, you know we we used to have a a. In fact, we're going to come back and talk about these teenage kids that decide we're going to form a band. <laughs> How were the beaters born? We'll find out straight after this. Thank you, Rob. Busy chat to you again in about thirty minutes. It's six forty-eight. Fresh breakfast on Metro FM. We are celebrating the legend. He should be a national key point. We will put in the application. <laughs> Brasi Pohot Sticks Mabuse is in the Metro FM building. Don't burn out your love. <laughs> Dear God, we've been asking for Zuga for how long? <laughs> I'm so fascinated with really. I mean, everybody who's out there, please. I, I wish this was television. You should just see what's going on in the studio. I'm just fascinated with everything happening in here. <laughs> Did you at least get Izuga? Or were you also still waiting for Izuga? Izuga. I'm still getting it. How people created that still is still a puzzle for me, you know? <laughs> Do you know that, Brasi, Paul, you and Harari were making electronic dance music before it was even called electronic dance music? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm hearing you say that. You know, sometimes when you make things, you don't even think. Yes. You know, it's not a conscious thing. We're it's just making. What? Yeah, you know, it's just conscious thing. And now that you're bringing it up and I'm thinking, wow. Exactly. And as I'm listening. In fact, please hold that thought. We're going to come back and carry on our chat. Bra Sipo Hot Sticks Mabuse on Metro FM. The mega legend Bra Sipo Hot Sticks Mabuse is in the Metro FM building. It's famous Fresh Fridays. Thank you for joining us. You're 15, Bra Sipo. Yes. And you are a part of a band, The Beaters. Who came up with the name, The Beaters? The late Selby Tuli. Yes. In fact, they had already, I think, had, they, uh, Selby had brothers. He had a brother called Duxi. Yes. Who's now a medical doctor. And uh, But Selby came from a musical family. Yes. His father was, uh, you know, Squire, we used to call him. They were all musical. He used to compose music. So Selby came up with this. I don't know why the Beatles, because maybe because of the Beatles. Ah. You know, and yes. um, where Selby, Alec, Monty, and Arthur. Yes. You know, we all came from the same high school. Which high school the was this? Orlando West High School. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The famous high school, what we used to call the Mighty West. Yes. Um, 
What's very interesting is that um, we they didn't have a drummer, mm. and it was just coincidental that we met during lunchtime, and uh, I spoke to Selby for the first time. We just took a liking to each other. But you were kids at the time. Yeah. Where are you jamming after school? Yes, we. Well, you know the, how this happened was. It's it's just just a coincidental concert which. Where we we got together to raise funds for students where you know we needed bursaries. Yes, at the behest of our headmaster. Yes, and uh, and then every time, even at lunchtime, mm. we'd just go up the hill and start singing Beatles songs, everything that, which was pop music then. Yes, you know, yes. LM radio was was the thing, and for us it was more like. Because we came from high school, sure. we were more elitist in yes. the approach to music. and So you guys were like Model C before there was Model C. Model C before <laughs> there was Model C. We spoke English. <laughs> we wrote our songs in English. Yes. And uh, yeah, we would be jamming all the time. And What said to you drop out of high school? Nothing. Yes. Nothing. So what happened? It's, it's, it's just, it was just fate. You know, there was no determination whatsoever from us to say we're dropping out of high school. So all of you dropped out. We want to form. We want to form a band. We all dropped out of high school. So mama and papa away when you are deciding that now I'm done. It's very interesting because our parents didn't even know. Yeah. Our parents didn't even know that we were setting up this band. I mean, I remember at some stage we had gone to rehearse. Yes. And it was during school hours, mm. and we had just bought a new school, you know, a new uniform stage. Clothes and we were looking at so ourselves. So the night in the crisp, yeah, <laughs> clean. You know, we have these new clothes and we're looking at ourselves. We've taken off our school uniform. Yes, and I'm looking at the mirror as I'm doing my hair. You know, my afro. And so, right behind me, my mother was standing. <laughs> back. Oh, how she found out where we were, God knows. Yes, you know, and she said, "Oh." And I said, Ma, I, I was lost for words. I didn't know what to say. Yes. She said, Where's your uniform? Mm. I picked up my uniform, she said, Dress up. Yes. I wore my school uniform and she took me back to school. Wow. I had. I was punished. Yes. You know, we had a cane master at school called Sheikhs yes. Shabang. And he said, Mabuse, I've been waiting to get hold of you guys and you're the first one. Yes. You, that Selbin Tuli guy, that Alec and Arthur, you're still going to get a hiding from me. Yes. He gave me such a hiding. Shame. But for some reason, yeah, everything just happened. Yes. And when we started, you know, performing for high schools, all the high schools around there, we were there. In, we in were fact, the band. You became household names. We were household names by performing at high schools. And for some strange reason, we were making money. Yes. You know, we were making money. One of the first people to invite us to a high school dance was Evan Koza. Wow. Because he was a senior at Morris Isaacson. Oh, yes. yes. So they had a matric dance. Yes. And the only band that high schools could invite were the Beatles. Yes. You know, every every other band that was not at high school was not worthy of anybody's attention. Yes. So we became 
the the young beautiful women's uh, league. Yes. Yeah, and everywhere we everywhere we were, there were all these screaming young women, and you know, I mean, and there's money. But there's money, but there's also opportunity. You travel to the U.S. as the beaters, right? No, no, we traveled to the U.S. as Harari. But oh, as Harari. Yes, our first trip was in Botswana. Yes. As the beaters. As the beaters. Yes. Do you remember what year that was? Out the, yes, 1968. Yes. Out the first time we, we went to Botswana, wow, there was an audi- white audience in our in the hall. Yes. White people dancing to our music. And it was unbelievable because we came from apartheid South Africa. Yes, yes. Where white people could not be seen to be moving into a, a theater where... Hanging a, a out with the Bantus. Hanging out with the Bantus. Yes. And these were... White people speaking Sitswana. Yes. And dancing to our music. I mean, and then we went to Lesotho. Then there was Swaziland. There's, there's Malawi and there's Mozambique. And every time we came to South Africa, we, we were sad. We were yes. saddened by what was happening in this country. Back to reality. Back to reality. Because yes. suddenly everywhere, people were just embracing what we were doing, mm. irrespective of whether we're black or, you know. Yes. And I guess that also conscientized us in terms of how we approach music through politics uh-huh. yeah it is 7 a.m metro fm is where you're at famous fresh fridays we're celebrating the legendary brasipo hot sticks mabuse celebrating the legend that is brasipo hot sticks mabuse this is shigisha this was one of tata madiba's favorite songs absolutely so I you mean- were summoned <laughs> yeah, for some reason, I didn't even think that I was writing about freedom and freedom celebration. Yes. But I was made you know, acutely aware of the fact that this was a liberation song because it was talking about people get ready. Yes. You know, wherever you are, because this is the moment of freedom is just as nigh. And, and it uh, had black and white folk in the same video. In the same video. And uh, Tokyo came to my home and he said, you know, Every time that song came on TV, we all converged to come and watch it. Is this real that people are dancing together in South Africa? And obviously, it's probably what they... So, they, the, so they used it as a barometer when yes, they were in prison? Yes, absolutely. That uh, is... I remember when, when I met Tata for the first time, the first thing he said to me is, Wow, Shigisha. Yes. And he gave me this big hug, you know. Yes. And I thought, wow. I yes. didn't even realize what the song <laughs> meant to, you know, to, to to our people. But you also are genuinely always almost surprised and moved by the way your music moves people. What is indeed, that? Indeed, because I don't consciously write music to create certain impressions. Yes. You know, I guess it's being a creative person that... Uh, um, I feel at that moment. But, you know, fate has got its own way of dictating how one rea- mm. reacts and responds to, to, to time and space. Yes. And uh, for me, every time I do these things, in, in the long run, there's a, there's a kind of reaction that says it was meant for a particular reason. Exactly. And it was never really my... my um, it wasn't Conscious deliberate. It, wasn't deliberate. it was not deliberate yes. that I did that. So every time I listen to the songs and see how people have re- reacted to the songs, and and I think, wow, I mean, you you were telling me how 
things happened in Botswana. So one would never have imagined that yes. uh, uh, when we made that music, uh, people are going to re- react in a particular way. Exactly. So um, I guess um, it's a privilege for me. Exactly. Yeah. We're hanging out late in Tate, Sipo Hotsticks Mabuse. We're about to find out, is he smarter than a primary school kid? <laughs> Good morning. Is this Ondelwa? Yes. How are you? How old are you? I'm nine, turning ten. Uh, Uncle Sipo is in the building. What's your first question for Granddad. him? Granddad. Granddad <laughs> how, how old was Gandhi when he got married? How old was Gandhi when he got married, Brasipo? Thirteen years old. No, don't answer yet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the answer, darling. <laughs> was he was he thirteen? Wow, I didn't know that. Under was he thirteen? Yes. Wow. wow. <laughs> What's your next question, please? And please don't give us the answer yet. <laughs> Thank you for the first answer. <laughs> Where and when was Nelson Mandela born? Where, Where and, and when? when? That's an easy one. Mm. Uno. When? When? Yes, mm. sir. Uh, 1921. Is that correct, Anilo? No. When no. was it? 18 July, uh, 1918 in Vesel. 1918 in Vesel. Oh, Vesel, yes. Oh, Vesel, okay. What's your last question, Andelo? <laughs> what did Nelson Mandela do after he stopped being president? Mm. He retired. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, you're right. Uh, what did he do? He... He raised money for charities. Yes, mm. exactly, Brasipo. No, but that was done even before when we were still president. Technicalities. Technically, you know, he re- he started raising funds when he was president. And we don't argue with children. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we, ha- we have to teach them. Yes, teach the children. Uh, Ondelo, thank you so much for playing with us. Thank you, darling. You thank win. you so much. Who do you want to say win. hi to? I want to say hi to my mom and dad and my sister, and I want to say thank you to you and your team to let me be on radio. Oh, oh baby. baby. We love you very much. No, Have no. yourself a good weekend, okay? I'm cheering you. <laughs> thank you, Ondelo. 17 minutes after 7, Fresh Breakfast on Metro FM. <laughs> Hashtag Fresh Breakfast. Masilo says... Brasipo sang about Gucci before it was even fashionable. (laughs) (laughs) We are celebrating Brasipo Hotsticks Mabuse. This is Jaif Soweto. Famous Fresh Fridays on Metro FM. We'll check out your voice notes when we come back. 12 minutes after 8, we are celebrating the legendary Bra Sipo Hot Sticks Mabuse. My name is Ntabi Singh. I'm a personal trainer at Virgin Active. And yesterday, as I was walking into the gym, I saw uh, uh, Bra Sipo Hot Sticks Mabuse. And I, di- yeah, I, gr- I greeted him. I greeted him uh, only to find out today I'll be listening to him on the Fresh Breakfast. 
Morning Breakfast Show. This is Anele from Eteguini. Thank you so much for blasting that tune. Brings bittersweet memories of my late brother when he was young in primary school and asked to start Ingoma Assembly. He just went on, we're going to ban her. And the whole crowd went to Tuzuku. Primary school, grade two, assembly. So this brings back tons of memories. Thank you. Thank you for the great music. Thank you. The burnout song reminds me of my dad and his siblings. He used to tell us a story that every December during Christmas, when this song came on, his sisters would be like calling each other, shouting, So every time I hear this story, I just remind, it reminds me of my aunts and my dad's burnout. I'm so inspired by the way these people, like uh, old musicians, our, our so-called, uh, uh, not so-called uh, old musicians, the way they say our, our music, they are not uh, the same as uh, uh, our current musicians that, that say I, I. Uh, so in the sense, it, it it inspires me, man. It's uh, it's uh, so it's so inspirational. I I I, I judge it. And uh, by the way, uh, Mr. What sticks there is a uh, is a uh, he was a he was a hero in the music industry back then. Thank you for bringing him on uh, breakfast breakfast um, today on the Friday. <laughs> We've been asking for Izuga, and uh, he has not <laughs> delivered yet. But hopefully, your blessings have come in other ways. Bra Sipo Hotsticks Mabuse is in the building. We have a tweet that was sent in by Vosi. Vosi says, "That song you played by Harari Party brought tears in my eyes as I went through emotions dating back from a. We had a big family of eleven." To me being left alone, no brother, no sister, having lost everyone in a space of just four years. We danced to these songs during Christmas at home and now miss everyone. Oh, wow. That is from Vusi. Sorry, Vusi. Speaking of loss, you've dealt with a lot of loss. Absolutely. From, I mean, you produced Mama Mira Makeba's album when you were, what, <clears throat> early 30s? Yes. Uh, most of the members Baharari. I think it's just you and Ntate um, Kaudi uh, who are still around. How does loss affect your relationship with your mortality, if at you all? You know, my I must I must say that uh, besides my um, my family, yes, members. That was my brother, my sister, my mother, my father, my aunts, and everybody. Selbin Tuli's death yes. had a very, very, um, I, I, you know, I, I sometimes get lost for words as to what it meant for me because uh, we had established such a great relationship. You know, Selby and I were like, like twins, yes. inseparable. Yes. And you're with this man the night before, you're dancing with all these beautiful women, and the following morning you have to meet and you go to his house. His dad says, your friend is gone. Yes. That, for me, had such a devastating... And for some moment, I didn't even know if I wanted to continue making music. In fact, Braselby was your co-band member in Harari. Yes, in the yes. Beatles, the yes. Harari. In yes. fact, everything, the evolution of moving from the beaches to harari he was there he was there he was he was the the shining light he was the you know 
he he made the fire all the time. Yes, your partner and in crime and rhyme. Everything. Yes. And he was the kind of person that you know you would can rely on. Sure. You can depend on. He was a friend. If Selby had to put his life on the line for you, he was that kind of person. Ah yes. He was that man. So for me losing Selby was one of those uh, moments in life that I felt wow. I didn't realize that death could mean so much to yes. some of us. And um of course pa- the passing of Mama Mama Miriam yes. as well also had a you know so that that kind of thing erodes one's uh, emotions as well. Mm. You know it every time it eats away at your being at your at your soul, and, and I mean, and, there it and, was. And with the next death, you even ask yourself, have I stopped being a feeling person? What have I done? Yes. Why is it me that has to, to remain with this pain yes. all the time? You know, I mean, there was uh, Brahu's death, you know, Brahu's passing, Ray's passing. I mean, these are people that I'm, I was always sitting around with. Yes. And I was, we were always cheering, laughing, making music together. And the next thing... They're gone. You look around, they're gone. You look around, you want to say, hey, can we go and make more music? Mm. They're not there. Mm. You know, they're not there. And, uh, yeah. How do you deal with hardship, with strife? It's very difficult. It's a... Like, where do you go? Do you pray? Do you meditate? Is there someone you speak to? You cry. Do you write? You cry. So the tears wash it. Yes, you yes. cry and you cry and you sit alone and you you remember, mm. you know, all the moments, and and for some moment you 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 think, why does it have to happen? Mm. But I think when one has actually shared tears, you know, you 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 feel a sense of relief. Mm that your heart is poured out to those people that meant so much to you. Yes, sir. Yeah. We're hanging out, Le Brasipo Hot Sticks Mabuse. If you'd like to have a chat, Le Brasipo, you're welcome to call us. We'll take your calls after this. When your goosebumps get goosebumps, you know you're onto something. I'm actually listening to Mpohameng. She, she's humming to the tune. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrating Bra Sipo Hot Sticks Mabuse, famous Fresh Fridays on Metro FM, recorded in his home studio at midnight. Are you an insomniac, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think creative people would tell you that that's about the best time to write the best of. The juices are flowing at that yes. time. And it's all quiet and peaceful. Yes. And, of course, my friend Kaya Mashangu was there playing the saxophone. I mean, wow. Why Tababusiu? <sighs> you could have named it anything. I could have named it anything. But yes. the, the instrument itself is a reflection. It's a, a dedication to the people in Lesotho. Basotho love you. Basotho love me. In fact, we have a tweet from uh, DJ Boots. Uh, he says, thank you for rocking Tababusiu. Uh, DJ Boots is based in Masevo. Oh, and wow. Says, wow. thank you very much. Thank you so much. Tabo says, yeah. thanks for playing Tababusiu. I'm literally crying because of what it means to me. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, um, the Basotho, you know, are quite very special people for me. Yes. Very, very special. They, you know, 
throughout besides musically they the, you know we they sacrificed a lot for this country yeah you know the the wealth that we find in this country is as a result of contribution mm. from the miners mm. many of them from mm. Lesotho mm. and uh, so for me it's just a dedication sure for to to that great king for yes. creating the most peace loving people yes yes Good morning, Tato. Thank you for holding. Hi, how are you? We're good, sir. What's on your mind? I'm very well. Um, uh, let me greet the Tato. How's this guy? Hello, hello, Tato. It's the guy in that. Yeah, keep going. Um, you'll remember me as I relay my story, then. <laughs> I hope. I hope to do. <laughs> yeah. So this is around about 2099. Yes. Uh, you were still being transported by my brother, Tepo. <laughs> so we came to your house fresh i want you to understand that this, this i'm telling you now about the father in bra hot sticks not, yes. not, not, not the musician i came to his house this young boy wanting to go to the stadium so he was performing for the um, telecom charity yes yeah so we we get the, we had a talk we had a chat i mean he, he he spoke to me like he knew me for for years and I was his age, you know. Mm. We engaged each other. He told me, encouraged me, told me about my ideas to go for it. He encouraged me. So we get to the stadium, um, and he wanted me to get a ticket to go inside. So I think the musician's name was Chopper or something, but he was busy organizing everything for everyone. Yes. So when I got there, they didn't have an all-access pass anymore. So I had to go sit at the presidential suite. So he says to him, so I enjoyed that about him and appreciated that. And two weeks, about two weeks, three weeks back, I called him again. I had lost contact with him for, for many years. Yes. And I called him, he was still sleeping. Um, and he said, I must call him back. And I phoned him back. You know, if it was somebody else, I, I deal with a lot of artists as well. So I, I, the demeanor is different. Yes. Those people would have told me off. You know? Yes. And he gave me time. And he said, oh, where have you been? I tell him that I, I was at the uh, head of the them adjusting. He says, why didn't you come and say hi? And I said, mm. no, no, I didn't have your number again. So I just want people to understand that this man, you know, has a motherly type of love. Yes. Um, he, he, he treats people as people, you know. He doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't just treat people as they are on a superstar. It's something that I think our youngsters today should learn and take a leap from. Lead with empathy. Yes. yes. I'll, I'll, always, I'll, always, I'll always, I always tell people that, you know what, my first experience going to the presidential suite was due to that day hot sticks. And on top of that, I was telling him, uh, we were talking about something that we need to work together. He didn't rush me out. He said, no, no, it's fine. We'll work on that. Just give me a call whenever it needs to happen. Yes. So I'm, I'm very grateful for him. Yeah? Thank, Thank you. Tato. Thank you very Thank much, you so Tato. Much. Lillian Thank will you. take your call straight after this. Famous Fresh Fridays on Metro FM. We celebrate Ntate Hot Sticks Mabuse. The music of Ntate Sipo Hot Sticks Mabuse. This is Nelson Mandela. It's 8.40, Famous Fresh Fridays, as we remember Ntate Sipo Hot Sticks Mabuse. Yo, time flies when you don't have time. We have a tweet sent in by Nubian's sister, Nubian Pearl. I lost my father on Tuesday. He had cancer. Oh, I'm at my desk Sorry, crying. Tababusiu hits home. I am broken. 
I'm sorry. Sorry to hear that. Uh, mm. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. <sighs> we need you here once a week for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> the, bra- the, the, the hot sticks hour. <laughs> That's what I think. Good yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely on Metro. <laughs> Good morning, Lillian. Thank you for holding. Yeah. Um, morning, uh, DJ Fresh, and morning to Sipo Sikmabuza. Hello. And, uh, former boy and everyone at the studio. Um, you know, when you listen to all the music of Sipo Sikmabuza, it brings up a lot of memories. I think I was exposed to the music, I was seven years old in 1985. Whew. When I started listening to this music, when my dad would be Christmas in the homelands, in the Venda rural areas, and each and every household would be playing Ben Out. And yes. you, you just dance to this music. It brings it a lot of memories. And I had an encounter again with him, and I think it's 2017, um, in Sun City, Super Bowl. We had an event there for Win Peace that they were celebrating. Oh, that was and an amazing. That, yeah, that was one hell of an event. Yeah, no, <laughs> the music you. just got everybody on the stage. Everybody was dancing. Yes. You know, everybody couldn't wait to, like, just experience this. You know, we had Claire Johnson there, Hossix Mabuza, we had Zolani, and everybody there. The music was amazing. And you can, the music never dies. You know, it can be old as in many, many years being played, but when it plays and you see the, the artists performing their music, the, the love they put into it, it's amazing. Thank you for your call, Lillian. I think the quality of the music also speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. Because if you give it enough time, it will play for 100 years. Yeah, and they will feel new you know, the all the time. The interesting thing about that that gig was the fact that it was they were also celebrating fifty years. So it was just coincidental that I was also you also you also 50, celebrating fifty, 50 years yes. in the industry. And for some reason, whoever came up with the idea, I thought was brilliant. Yes. Now you evolved from just being on stage, as it were, going into business, owning a famous venue like Kippies. Tell us about that learning curve of the evolution of Brahot Sticks? I guess I'm, um, I'm a curious person. Yes. I'm always wanting to learn new things. Uh, I, I take on challenges. Mm. And Kipis was a very important stage of my career as a musician because I just felt that it is space that could not close yes. at that time. It was just about to close. And I felt that musicians needed the platform and having had the experience of putting up shows ourselves with the beaters, I got in there head lock strike and barrel and uh, wow. Yes. Lessons ten, lessons ten learned at Kippies? Yes, lots. Yes. How to run business and how not to run business. Yes. For for instance, for someone who's going into a similar business, what do you wish you'd been told? It's a, you know, it's it's a very complicated business. Yes. It's a business where one has to be hands on mm. because Sadly, and one has to say this, that if you don't monitor and watch what happens behind the kitchen and everything yes. else, the, the, you know, ultimately you find yourself not making a success of a business. Your profits are literally eaten. Yeah. You know, I, I think I was also privileged, the fact that I was able to rely on my colleagues, the musicians, to come on and perform without expecting to be paid so we could also do uh, uh, stuff you know, yes. on on uh, 
the deal. But one mm. of the things that I'm also very proud of is going back to school. Yes. Fresh, in, 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 in fact, hold that thought. We'll come back to that. Having owned Gibbies and then hearing quite recently of the closing of the Orbit, which for jazz was a home. Yes. What was your thoughts? It was heartbreaking. You know, I was somewhat privileged as well to have been probably one of the last few musicians to perform at the Orbit. Yeah. Mm. And... Uh, I, you know, it it was heartbreaking that a place that had held so much, you know, um, uh, value for for the arts, for musicians mm. in particular, mm. for the music, the genre itself, jazz, which is for some reason is marginalized in this country. Mm. Um, to be the last place to close was was sad indeed, mm. and I don't want to blame anyone for it. I just believe that it. Perhaps it could have been saved. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Good morning, Connie. Thank you for holding. Hi, DJ Fresh. How are you? We're good. What's uh, on your mind, Thank Connie? You. Hi, Brasip. Hello, hello, Connie. How are you? How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Hey, get Connie here, man. You know, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Connie from where? <laughs> Connie from my picture. I'm so sister. You know, I'm Hello, hello Connie. Connie, Connie is oring. <laughs> hey, Brasif, you remind me of my late brother. You know, Prince Kupi. Oh, no. You Amen. know. Amen. Yeah, Amen. we come yeah. far. Yeah. yeah. What are the chances of you maybe thinking of something like uh, Kipis, reopening Kipis or something, man? You know, we miss those days. We miss those days where we. Cheers, Bob like you and you guys remember much what we. You know, Connie, to be honest. It was a great time for me. Those moments were great, great, and I'm glad I lived through it. Mm. But I don't think that I want to go back and run a jazz club again. I yes. think there's more that I want to do. Uh, I'm pursuing my career now. I am uh, studying, and which is one of the things that I honestly think I should strongly pursue and advise many of my colleagues to go through. Why are you studying anthropology? I'm studying anthropology in order to understand myself first, to know who I am and uh, to also understand and know about other cultures and other people so that when I make music, it reflects in the music that I make. I mean, like the the Lisiba instrument, for instance, I need to interrogate that instrument. Why was it created and how it was created so that I'm able to articulate you know, its presence within society. When you better understand your audience, you can better serve your audience. Absolutely. Makes 100% Absolutely. sense, sir. Which was more difficult or more intimidating? Traveling overseas as a youngster, running kippies, being at Samro, going back to school for your matric? Which, which struck fear in your heart the most? Going back to school. Tell us why. <laughs> <laughs> going back to school struck you know i mean going overseas was i think it's everybody's dream yes i've just looked at how she described i'm going to monaco you see, <laughs> one should have looked at her face so you can imagine the excitement of going overseas but going back to school was the most challenging mm. uh, thing for me but i I'm glad I actually did it because, I mean, I've been out of class for, I had been out of school for 40, 50 years. Yes. 
and I didn't know what to expect going back into class. So what did you and get when you got back And the relationship that I would create. When I got there... I, I hope th- you're not I a problematic th- student. <laughs> 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 well, you know, you know, you listened... You, I, 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 I was listening to Loisa and I thought to myself, D- was I really like Loisa? Oh, Loisa Gola. You know, you listen to those kind of people and then you think in a classroom yes. <laughs> there are people like that. I do hope that, you know, whoever my teacher where shakes and there's the peculiarity, my late principal. I do hope that I wasn't, uh, you know, a, a yes, I may have been truant, yes, but you know, when I got back to school, what I discovered was the culture of learning had changed completely. Mm. Mm. It uh, maybe within the environment in which I, I studied, mm. things were, were, were considered differently, yes, but the fact that you come into a classroom. You find students are holding cell phones, and mm. in the middle of a cl- of the session of a, a lesson, the phone rings. There's no consideration for the other students yes. who are in there. Someone picks up. We've the become phone. selfish. Exactly. We've Someone picks up selfish. the phone and wants to talk on the phone during a lesson. Mm. I thought, wow. And the relationship between the teacher and the student is completely different. Mm. You know, I mean, the teacher was younger than me. Yes. But I was always ready to say, Sir. Yes. But some of the young students, you know, they could say, Ah, teacher, ah. Yes. Oh, yeah. what teacher? Ah, oh, what? Uh, uh. You know, and I thought, wow. I never. Uh, I mean, they would be talking on the phone during a lesson. Yes. And eventually, you know what I did? I raised my hand to the teacher and I said, Menir, could I please be the monitor? Yes. monitor. <laughs> <laughs> You remember the class monitors? <laughs> I raised my hand and I said, I want to be the class monitor. Yes. <laughs> and he looked at me and says, well, we don't do those things anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we are hanging out with Bra C4 Hot Sticks Mabuse, famous Fresh Fridays on Metro FM. We come back with a bit of... What are we playing next? What would you like to play as your last song? Well... Maybe I should play Zanzibar because there's a, there's a, a, a very interesting story around that song. Zanzibar Fascinating, next. yes. Jamming with Bradon Laka. This is Brasipo Hot Sticks Mabuse with Zanzibar. Metro FM is where you're at. Famous Fresh Fridays. Tell us about Zanzibar, sir. Wow. You know, Zanzibar is... A lot of people keep asking me, you wrote about this song and... Have you ever been to Zanzibar? Yes. I said, no, I've never been to Zanzibar. But why why are you romanticizing so much about this song? Yes. Well, I said, I'm an African first. I know, I can imagine everywhere in Africa, there's always these beautiful yes. moments where you look at, you look out in the east and you think, well, Mozambique is hot. Sure. I'm sure Zanzibar is the same. Exactly. But what's even more fascinating is the fact that everywhere on the continent, mm-hmm. I'll be told about Zanzibar, the song. And I would ask, I, I, I saw this uh, this uh, lady who came from Zanzibar yes. at, at, a, at a clinic in a hospital. Mm. And she was singing Zanzibar. Mm. And I said to her, what do you remember about this song? She yes. didn't know I had written this yes, song. Yes, yes. said, you know, this song was almost like a national anthem for us. That is so dope. Yeah. Yes. It was an, the second, probably second national anthem in, in Kenya and Zanzibar and Tanzania and so on. I said, really? Wow. 
Yeah, it says, everywhere you'd go, this is a song. I said to her, please sing it for me. And she sang the song for me. And her boyfriend, who knew who I was, yes. said, this man wrote this song. It's her song. She said, no, I cannot believe it. I mean, yes, you yes. should have experienced the, the excitement. You know, she, she, she just threw her hands up and said, no, yes. it cannot be possible that that song that we heard almost every morning on radio was written by someone that I've got to meet here today. And someone that's never been to Zanzibar. That someone that's never been to Zanzibar. Yes. I mean, I played this song in Russia. There was the whole uh, contingency of uh, Russian uh, 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 representatives. Yes. Uh, sorry, Zanzib uh, uh, Tanzanian representatives. Mm. When I played this song, they said, no, you could not have written that song. Wow. I said, well. I did? I did. That's why I'm performing it. They said, that is our second national anthem. <laughs> well, it was written in South Africa. <laughs> Brasipo, yeah. what is it that you fear? Do you fear anything? Uh, I fear failure. Mm. Not that I, if I fail, I would not try again. Mm. But I always try hard not to do things that are going to see me uh, indisposed. Oh. You know, I try by all means to try and what is try and do what is good. Yes. And as I watch television and then see how other people are impoverished, mm. you know, people going through their meals on a daily basis. Yes. People being displaced and so on. And I count my blessings and I say to myself, if only this continent could see its worth and what it can do for its people. Mm -hmm. We haven't done that. How do we fix that leadership issue? Because clearly it's a leadership issue. Absolutely. How do we fix that? It's consciousness and conviction. Mm. If leadership on this continent could have those two things, consciousness and conviction, Mm. lead with conviction and consciousness. Maybe also because we allow it. Exactly. Mm. But also, I think the system of education has not allowed our people well enough to know that, you know, through that we are able to challenge these disparities. But maybe the system is deliberately like that. Probably. Probably. That's probably why you're not necessarily taught critical thinking. Critical thinking, yes. Because an electorate that knows as little as possible is less likely to do as much as they ought to when I feff around. Yes, yes, I agree with you. Am I a conspiracy theorist yeah. or? No, 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 no. Okay. It's exactly how I would have said, you know, I'm, I'm sure we're not because of where you come from or the kind of education you're given, you are able to articulate it even better. Mm. But it's very important sure. that our leaders begin to think consciously mm. and have conviction as if sure. I lead, what does it mean for the people that I'm supposed to lead? Amen. Brasipo, we are out of time. Thank you. We Thank you so need much. you back. Thank you so much. We love and appreciate you, and uh, we will continue to celebrate you. We'll Thank you so much. We'll continue to, to, to sing your praises from the rooftops. Wherever we can, we will. Thank you, Metro. Thank you for thank the music. You. Thank you for the memories. Thank you, Fresh. And thank you to your team as well. 
I've never been given breakfast anywhere else. This is the first <laughs> where I've been, me, me I've been offered such wonderful breakfast. You know, I might not give money on Valentine's, but me, I cater. Oh, thank you so much. Really <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Bra Sipo Hot Sticks Mabuse is about to leave the building. Thank you, listeners. Leaving you with a thought for today. Think critically.